0: Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Pretty good blast of snow we got there last night. I don't know uh, about you guys, but who's thinking this is probably going to be a long winter? I know you guys up in Iowa say quit complaining, Ferry. It's been a long year for us, and I realize that. But having snow like this before Thanksgiving makes you think we could be uh, seeing this throughout the rest of the year did receive a couple of calls even today about with this snow did we miss our opportunity for our fall burn down program and i would say not necessarily in our research with it you really have from basically november through february so i think uh, we definitely of course don't want to put any of the product on top of the snow but as the snow melts or hopefully it will melt we get a great break in there look for your opportunity but we can still be putting on uh, our winter Uh, fall burn down applications on right up through February so don't uh, don't give up on that uh, but wait for the opportunity to come this Tuesday we did our hand shelling Uh, we did nearly 4,000 years started at 8 o'clock and we finished a little after 2 o'clock so that was kind of a record finish for us we did have enough volunteers to be able to run four sheller lines Uh, we had three last year so we improved that to four The staff here says that line three was moving through the grain the fastest, and they're giving the credit there to uh, Shorty Olson. The Scheller line two was the last to finish, and the consensus is that it was Mike McLaughlin and Gary Kale who were doing too much yakking and laughing that slowed that line up. But we do have, uh, Zach was able to enter it into the database already, and we have some rough numbers to look at, which I think are kind of interesting. There was 88 hybrids that went through the shellers, 384 different sets of 10 years apiece. High population, low population, wide row, narrow row. The average of all of that that went through there was 271 bushel. Which is pretty strong the average of the high population was right at 300 299.8 the average of the low population at 241 so the yields was pretty strong there we look at kernel counts um, going from low population to high population it took 8,000 more kernels to make a bushel so you can see the kernel size was changing. The average length change uh, from low population to high population, we lost five kernels in length. Now if we break that out uh, of the 384 plots, 104 of them went over 300 bushel. Now something different this year is the wide row plots out yielded the narrow row plots by about 20 bushels, so almost a, a flip of last year. Now of course part of that is they're different genetics Uh, and they are in different locations and and in this case most of the narrow rows were to the north where we did have some more challenges in the weathering. So that's you know going to be part of it but when we look at the wide rows so look at just the 30 inch rows alone the average yield was 276 but when we break that down the average of the high population high population here is 36,000 was 306 bushel. And if we look at the low population, is it it's uh, 246. So pretty good number there for low population. If we break that down even a little bit further, within the wide rows and high population, that average 306, the highest yielding entry at 36,000 was 373 bushel. The lowest entry was 252 bushel per acre. When we look at the low population, then the low population was 22,000 planted. So at 22,000, the lowest, the highest entry in the low population was 285 bushel, and the lowest was 175. So huge swing in there um, when we take away the population. In the narrow rows, the average was 256. If we divide that out into high population, low population, The high population averaged 282, and it ranged from 350 bushel per acre to 231 bushel per acre. The low population, which averaged 230, when you break it out, was 250 to 192 bushel. So some pretty wide swings across there. Um, It's gonna be fun to dig through that, and Eli will be spending quite a bit of time here in the next uh, days and weeks processing all that information and trying to get it ready um, to be added to the data that we collected the last two years so we can kind of build a bigger and bigger book on how these hybrids are responding and when they're doing their flexing main thing though is a big big thank you to everybody involved in this project there's no way uh, that this could happen without farmer help so it was great to see all the people participate from the planting of these plots early spring all the way to the finishing of the process that we did um, you know, here on Tuesday and what, what Eli will be doing for the next few weeks as far as trying to put all this together and match it up with pictures from the field. I and all of the research crew will be headed to the woods this weekend <clears throat> to do our part in keeping the Illinois roads safe and the deer population healthy. I assume there will be a number of you guys partaking in the same venture as well. That's a tough job, but somebody's just got to do it. I wish you all a safe and successful hunt. Next week being Thanksgiving, we all have a lot to be thankful for. We here at Crop Tech wish you and your family the happiest of Thanksgivings. There will be no podcast next week. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast. Boots in the Field report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.